Hello, and welcome to week eight of my gluten intolerance podcast. This week, I brought in a special guest. I brought my mom here um, because she is actually semi-gluten intolerant too. So we'll talk to her about that and get some insight here. So tell me about your experience being gluten intolerant. Like when it first you first heard about it and like how it's changed your life and just a little background there. Okay. Um, so a couple of years ago, I read the book The Wheat Belly. And that book talked about um, how wheat over the years has been genetically modified. Um, that was kind of gave me pause. And the other thing that was kind of significant in that book was how many people um, are commonly intolerant of gluten to some degree. Um, and that was a surprise to me. I didn't realize it was so widespread or there were so many symptoms. Um, so as per usual, I read something that's really good for me. I don't do anything about it. So I didn't, um, you know, so cause I don't have enough self-discipline and because I just loved breads. I love breads. I love pizza, pasta, all that kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, around that same time, I was also learning about inflammation in the body and autoimmune diseases. And I realized that I probably was having some issues with inflammation. Um, for one thing, I had really dry, itchy skin. And the other thing is, is sometimes I'd have um, like a brain fog. Um, and then the other, the last thing was just, I had a lot of joint issues that I could see there was swelling in my joints that um, I couldn't really account for from an injury, say. So, so after all that, the itchy skin kind of came to a head because um, I actually was having another issue with my thyroid, which is kind of irrelevant to the gluten. But I ended up seeing a nutritionist because of that. And that nutritionist said I probably had some gluten intolerance. She didn't do like a, some kind of official blood test or anything like that. But she said, why don't you just try to reduce your gluten? You know, I had already read about it. I had read about inflammation and all these different things. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll try it. And so I didn't eliminate it 100%, but I probably reduced it by maybe 60 or 70%. Um, and I did notice fairly quickly um, that the itchy skin thing went away. And so that was very encouraging to me. So that's kind of how I got started. Mm -hmm. um, so how much gluten are you eating now, would you say? Well, I've, I started out maybe reducing it about 60, 70%. I'm probably now probably 80 to 90% gluten-free. Um, I rarely, rarely eat bread anymore. I don't really eat pizza anymore. I don't eat any pasta. Um, if I do have to have a pasta or I, I want to have a pasta, I would go to noodles and get the gluten-free or I get gluten-free pasta noodles at home. Um, so it's, it's easier thing for me to do, but I don't actually choose to eat those kinds of foods as much as I used to. So what are some of the key things you've noticed about a change in yourself? Um, well, the issue skin, um, concern that I had, cause you know, and the thing is some of these things are just minor inconveniences. They're not like a huge thing. So that's why also I wasn't so motivated, but when I no longer had itchy skin on my legs and my arms and different places, it really was nice to not have that kind of irritation in the background all the time. So that actually did motivate me. Um, I did notice that I had a little bit clearer thinking. Um, I didn't really notice a lot of change in my joints. So I actually think there's some other issues in my joints that aren't <laughs> necessarily gluten related. Um, although I think it probably helps to not have gluten for my joints. Um, so is that the answer to your question? Yeah, that was, okay. that was a good answer. Um, 
So, what are some of the substitutions you've made, or is it mainly you just don't eat stuff that has gluten in it? I mostly well? don't eat stuff that would normally have gluten, but I do have the, the pasta substitutions mainly. Um, my husband makes these really great banana chocolate chip cookies um, that had regular flour in them, and that's one thing I still really like to have. So he created a version with um, some kind of gluten-free flour, and the texture is different, um, but I actually really like them. So that's another substitution. Otherwise, mostly I would say I just don't eat nearly the bready stuff that I used to eat. Um, so do you eat more like rice and potatoes or anything like that to like get in calories that yeah. you don't necessarily anymore? Yeah, I, I would say that um, I have a lot more rice, and I really like rice. Um, and in some cases, oats or oatmeal, that kind of thing. Um, and potatoes for sure. But I try to go towards the sweet potatoes because they're a little healthier than white mm. potatoes. I kind of had this thing in my head that white potatoes weren't worthy of eating because <laughs> they didn't have any real uh, nutritional value, but I probably eat a lot more sweet potatoes than I used to. Mm. Um, what have been some of the biggest difficulties in trying to eat less gluten and stuff? Uh, I would say when I'm in my normal routine, it's pretty easy for me to be gluten-free because I have my my little normal things that I do um, with my husband and stuff like that. Um, but when we go out or when we have family home or we have big events, that's when um, you know we we end up having more bread, we have more desserts, we have lots of different things that I know I really like, and I'm not tempted by those things when I'm not in those situations, but when I'm in those situations, I want to really join in. Mm -hmm. And what happens is I usually do join in, and then I get itchy skin, and, you know, <laughs> and I have to wait a few days for that to pass, um, you know, and get out of my system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say that's the same for me. It's a lot harder when I see other people eating gluten stuff that I want versus when I'm just at my apartment alone. Yeah. Um, so you talked a little bit about how your symptoms have gotten better, but just how big a difference have you noticed? Well, it's a big enough difference that I am willing to keep not eating gluten. And I feel better enough, because I think there's other things that I probably don't even notice, but I just feel better when I don't eat them. Um, and the other thing, for me, um, as opposed to you, Jill, the athlete, <laughs> I don't need that many calories. So when I eat less gluten, I also eat less calories um, overall, because I'm eating healthier choices. And I'm full easier um, with mm -hmm. protein or vegetables or whatever. Um, so it's been overall good for my overall weight, too. Mm -hmm. um, has your going gluten-free or whatever impacted many of your other relatives besides me? Um, well, it impacts my husband. I don't think that he's necessarily gluten intolerant. Um, but it impacts him because of our lifestyle. So how we cook and where we go out to eat and what we buy at the grocery store is different now because I tend to not want the breads and stuff. And, and truthfully, it's not a huge impact to his diet because he's kind of a low-carb person in mm -hmm. the first place. He eats a lot of vegetables and a lot of protein, but not a lot of carbs. So, so it impacts kind of our lifestyle and my husband. Um, and it obviously impacted you pretty significantly, and you noticed mm -hmm. that, um, particularly playing basketball. But I, my, I have another daughter, my oldest daughter, um, who's not an athlete, just kind of a regular kind of person, and she is also intolerant, and um, she went to a nutritionist, and I'm not sure what exactly her symptoms were, uh, but, but 
the nutritionist was much stronger with her than me that she needs to reduce her gluten. And so she's reduced her gluten, I would say 99%. Um, and when she does eat gluten now, she actually gets an upset stomach. I don't have that degree of, of sensitivity. Um, but with, with two daughters and me, I think there might be a genetic component to that too. I don't really mm -hmm. know. Yeah, I've looked it up. There's genetics involved with this. So if that, that makes sense to me that there's a genetic component to it. But, you know, it... But it also makes me think if it seems so common and there's so many people that, you know, there's so many options when you go to restaurants and that sort of thing that you can be gluten free. I actually think a lot of people are probably impacted, maybe at a very low level of impact, mm -hmm. um, but they could probably feel better than they do if they eliminated gluten from their diet. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I believe. So, yeah. so I like to not, when people come over to my house, I don't like to serve it either. But mm -hmm. in terms of impact to the family members, I'd say, my husband has to change his some of his habits has ha has already changed some of his habits, and then you know I have two daughters that are sensitive to gluten as mm -hmm. well as myself. Just since you know both of us, do you think me or Anna, my sister, are more intolerant or whatever, or you? I think out of the three of us, I'm the least intolerant. Um, I think um, my daughter Anna is probably more sensitive because. I think she's just got a more sensitive digestive system. She gets an upset mm -hmm. stomach more easily than you do, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, I think you're more aware of it because you need to eat so many more calories. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you hadn't had to be a D1 athlete in college, I wonder if you would even have known by now yeah. that you were even had any issue at all. Mm -hmm. I think it's just the increased calories, and so you just had that much more gluten because you were eating most of your extra calories and yeah. pasta and stuff early on. Yep. So. Hmm. Interesting. Well, thank you so much for coming, and I'll see all the rest of you next week for week nine. Thanks.